Welcome to Positive with Patrick, the podcast all about positivity, negativity, and all the life that falls between. I'm going to be talking with a whole load of different guests about their lives and how they've got through their harder times. We'll be talking about all sorts of random things and having a laugh as well. Coming up in this episode... You freshened yourself up. I did, yeah, totally. Lumberjack shirt and everything. Yeah, I know. You're a proper full, like, 100% lesbian. Totally rocking it today, just for you. I was going for 100% lesbian too. How am I doing? <laughs> really well. It's the first thing I thought when I saw you. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's the look I'm going for all the time. <laughs> oh, Natalie. What a way to start. Do you think I'm going to edit this bit out? <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Yeah, we've literally started. <laughs> That's literally why I press record before guests come on. So you can capture all this delicious stuff up front. This stuff, like the stuff at the beginning, the stuff up the, right up front, as soon as we see each other, is quite often the best bit. Yeah, actually, that's a good point because this is, yeah. So those people listening, these first two minutes are brilliant. <laughs> the other 43 are shit. <laughs> And when you when you asked me those questions about my podcast and what it was about, I was like, God, she's a deep thinker. This podcast <laughs> does right. <laughs> I was like, this podcast doesn't have a point. What are you what are you <sighs> thinking? What are you doing to me? Does a podcast have to have a point? When are you airing them actually? When's it going out? Oh, well, this is live now. <laughs> Well, yeah, what's your plan? What's your th- do you have a, a date going out? Or? Oh, yeah, like, there's millions of people listening right now, don't <laughs> What do you think I'm joking? I do, actually, yeah. Yeah, it's because it's recorded. Recorded, yeah. <laughs> Damn, gave I away know my... you, my friend, I know you. I gave away my best trick. Um, so, oh, look, the plan is vague. Um, yeah, does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, it does. And it's kind of where I was thinking we would go with that. Yeah. No, I mean, but actually, I've, I, I'm, I'm hoping to have the ones that I want to release edited and ready to go for the new year. Oh, lovely. Okay, how exciting. Um, Kickstart everybody with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, yeah. but I, th- I think the thing that I loved about your questions was they made me go, yeah, no, nah, I'm not doing what other people are doing on their podcasts. Mm, okay. Because when you ask those questions, like, and you said that bit about... Uh, Oh, yeah, that one I sent you, how I didn't introduce him and tell him. It's like, no one cares what people people do, really. No, yeah, absolutely. It's all kind of everyone's individual, and that's what makes it quite unique in terms of how we approach it. Well, and also what I really like about this is, excuse me, it's not about anything other than regular people having a conversation about their lives because every life is irregular. Mm. and has something really brilliant to explore or talk about or share or whatever. Shall we get started? Let's do it. I'm not really sure how to start. However you want to. (laughs) So it goes like this. Welcome, Natalie Miller-Snell, to Positive with Patrick. How are you today? Woohoo! I'm really good. And so, so, so thrilled to be doing this with you. Like literally, I was so excited this morning when I knew oh, I'm going to be doing this with Patrick. Really excited. Really, And it's so nice being on the other side, yeah. not having to think about the recording aspect, not having to think about, you know, prepping, although I did a bit, you know, for what we're going to talk about, but not having, it's not my show. It's so nice to just be talking. Well, I'm pleased you're really excited, but could you put your clothes back on? Well, 
don't tell everyone that, Patrick. Uh, actually, no, kidding off. It's a bit warm. You know, central heating's on. <laughs> it really is from belting. <laughs> All right, you ready to get real? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so on a scale of zero to 10, how positive are you feeling today and why? 10, 10 being like super positive. The top. Um, I'm probably uh, eight to nine, actually. I had a well, really quite high. It's quite high. I had a really good reflection this morning, and I went, I shed a tear as well, actually, because I, I I I touched in with my emotions this morning. I kind of yeah, I've been thinking about a few things, and I reflected on a few bits. I touched in with some emotion, and you and I talk about this often. And in fact, actually, for everyone listening, this is why I adore you because it's something I learned from you. She is being paid. I'm being paid. It's something I learned from you. The importance, and in fact, I've been reflecting a great deal with another friend actually recently too the importance of actually feeling our feelings and, mm. you know, getting in there with them. So, yeah, I, I allowed that this morning. And so I'm feeling, and because of doing it, and again, I suppose that's the beauty of it, to enable feelings to emerge, process them, reflect on them, you know, perhaps even feel a bit of pain sometimes if we need to, then that lifts and you can see things differently. Yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> Hey, listen, I'm, already, I'm, I'm going from your script. You well, inspired me when we spoke. Oh, uh, listen, never, ever use my script. <laughs> Write your own. It will be better. Mm. Or you deliver can, it differently. Yeah, deliver it. Look, you're welcome to steal bits of mine that are useful, but make sure you make it your own and claim it as your own. Never, ever reference me. Oh. At some point, it's going to piss someone off and I want them to be pissed off at you. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I, I was just going to say you're not doing yourself enough credit, Patrick, because actually you've got some incredible tips and tools for, for anyone to use. Yeah, look, that might be the case, but I'd much rather just have a laugh. <laughs> Keep it light and airy. Well, I mean, we'll get into some other stuff later, but, you know, I just, yeah, it's been quite a tough couple of weeks, to be honest, with lots of losses and grief around me and others and... Uh, yeah. Oh, let's just keep it light and airy. So don't feel your feelings, people. Don't do that because <laughs> you might get well. <laughs> Bless God. you. No, do, do feel your feelings. Of course, I'm being facetious. All right. Tell us three random things about you. Three. Oh, crikey. Right. When I eat peanuts, when I, if I've got a whole peanut, I have to break it down in my mouth. Oh, God. I thought you said pieces. something else for a moment. I thought you said <laughs> when you eat. Oh, peanuts. 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 N-U-T-S at the end. Oh, my life. Yeah, I, I have to do a whole kind of um, ritual with them. I have to break them down into smaller pieces before I eat them. This is quite, you know, this break is it quite, in half. That's quite random. This is, no, it's also quite special. So. <laughs> hey, listen, there's only one of me. Indeed, there is only one of you. And random fact number two. Oh, I, I can't even think. I don't I've edit. Got... I listen, no pressure, but I don't edit. Edit out. this. So I need to I don't, speed it up. No, I don't edit our ums. Oh, love it. Okay. No, you don't need to speed it up. Of course, I'm going to cut the shit out of this because I don't want you, I don't want listeners to be bored. <laughs> I, I think I'm quite particular about glasses, the glasses that you drink from. I don't like um, fingerprint marks on them. <laughs> OCD. I... Oh, no, can you find me a person that really does like fingerprint? Well, exactly. <laughs> you, you, you know, it looks, it's not nice. So I'll always hold the stem of a glass or I'll go to the bottom or whatever. So you don't have loads of, you know, grubby mitts on your glass. Oh, you must have really enjoyed the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it's changing the world, isn't it? Oh, yes. Brilliant. One mask at a time. Absolutely. Okay, that's number two. 
And then for the third one, let's go for this. Uh, in terms of scones, I am ja jam first, then cream on the top. Clotted cream or fresh cream? Cl clotted. Oh, yeah. I mean, cream. if you're going to do it, it's got to be full fat. Oh, you're full fat everything. You've got everything. Literally. No, none of yeah. this light nonsense. It does not matter how much light stuff you put into your body. When you are dead, you are heavy as hell in a coffin. It's true. It's absolutely true. Coffins and a dead body are not light. So enjoy. Enjoy, enjoy the clotted cream. Enjoy the clotted cream, full fatness. That of is life. the message there. Yeah. So basically that's the end of the podcast, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> it's not at all. Right. Now, do you remember how we met? I do online. And I'm so grateful that we did. Well, in fact, there's a few, <clears throat> there's a few things that jump out to me. First of all, it was Instagram. We got talking through Instagram. Mm. Um, I think you might have commented on one of my posts. Or I no, yours. actually, come on, listen, you need to own up to the fact that you slid into my DMs. Your DMs. Uh, that is also very true and very possible. But yeah, do you know what? Here's, here's the thing. You, you know, when you connect with somebody mm -hmm. and I think you and I, well, no, I think I know you and I have, and speaking for myself, and I, I believe it's kind of similar in terms of where you're coming from. There's a, there's a real deep connection with you and I, and I feel it across the screen. And when we wonderfully met earlier this year, it was utterly, utterly magical. We share similar viewpoints. We share similar soul, similar heart-focused way of working. And it would uh, just recognize each other and see each other for who we are. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really beautiful. And, and how we both approach things and, you know, the optimistic mindset um, and whatnot. <clears throat> Um, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I quite like my listeners to think I don't have a heart. So thanks for outing me. <laughs> outing you. So hey, look, listen, they all know it. I know. I know they do. No, it's true though. It's true. I think that's one of the most beautiful gifts of technology, really, actually, mm. that I have met some incredible people who I now don't just consider friends. I know our friends because of the connection and the time and, and the fun and the yeah. seriousness and the support and the, just the laughs. And yeah, it's just a really beautiful, beautiful thing. And mm -hmm. actually when I was looking at who I'd really like to uh, talk with on my podcast, it was so easy. It was so yeah. easy because I'm not interested in talking to strangers. I don't care about what they do. They might be really specialist people in their fields and la la, whatever. No, it doesn't necessarily make for good listening. Yeah. What makes for really good listening in, in podcasts for me anyway, is there's a connection. There's kind of that bouncing off each other, that kind of banter and fun. Yeah. Even if you're talking about like some heavier some stuff, stuff, you can still go into that place of it's okay. We're going to have a laugh. Yeah. Cause so important. you got to laugh. You got to yeah. laugh. If you don't laugh in and at the darkness of life, it will consume you. Yeah. So there you go. So should we get dark? Come on then. <laughs> let, let, why not? Because then you don't find the light. Well, light doesn't exist. Right. Well, so look, I'll just dim the lights since you haven't got any clothing. Let's do on it. <laughs> Let's do the atmospheric version. Just so everyone knows, I am actually dressed. She's a compulsive liar. <laughs> See, the laughter. My, my professional reputation is going down the toilet. You don't have a professional reputation. <gasps> no one has a professional reputation. I mean, some people might do, but I'm here to ruin all that. Brilliant. <laughs> all right. I want you to go back to a harder time in your life, if you can, mm -hmm. and share with us what that was like. You don't have to go into detail. Just do whatever you want and what happened and what helped you get through it. 
I'm going to I'm going to jump back to COVID actually in the start mm. of the pandemic in terms of because something that's been quite transformational in my life and certainly how I've pivoted in both work but also how I approach things and how much I've changed as an individual shall we say so my my career I used to be in retail construction development so I used to look after projects and store development for a retailer um, enabling teams to build deliver uh, all stores across the globe mm-hmm. yeah for a retailer up until uh, the beginning of literally before COVID struck and I was doing some freelance work I was between employment when COVID kicked in mm-hmm. so unfortunately all of my work that was coming up fell off a cliff in my old career it all stopped right. because of the pandemic everything shut down and at the time I was training or I was learning studying to be a life coach because I knew in my heart of hearts that's I've always wanted to help people and even when I graduated from university my father recently told me that actually I said to him at the end of the course on replying to his question well how was it I just said well I, I don't want to do this dad I want to you know I want to help people right. so I've always wanted to do that anyway so I decided to start following my my kind of heart's purpose if you like and what I consider to be my own purpose studying outside of work so I was freelancing in order to facilitate that mm-hmm. but that all stopped when COVID kicked in so I went from earning uh, you know and I'll, I'll talk openly about money here not you know the details mm-hmm. specifically but I think it's important I went from earning what was a very good salary to nothing overnight mm-hmm. and it was it was terrifying absolutely terrifying um, you know, I've got a family, I, you know, my, yeah. my wife and I've got two boys. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm the, the, you know, the, the larger proportion of our household in terms of earnings. Mm-hmm. And to have that just taken away without any support. And I know there's an awful lot of people. I mean, I fell into the bracket with three million others in terms of having no support at that moment. You know, there was so yeah. much that was going on. So it was a really, it was a really, really dark moment, Patrick, honestly. I mean, I, I went to some terrible places in my mind probably not probably I did and it's not that I've actually mentioned it out loud and I just didn't know what to do you know Mm. and when you look back I mean reflection is an incredible thing when you're able to look back at what's gone on and and consider where you were what was going on and actually do you know what things you can always get by things but at the time when you're in it you can't see anything and that's where the darkness completely engulfs you because you literally can't see a way out. Um, but w- what I did, so I, I had to really think quite creatively. I, I drank a few glasses of wine, you know, uh, had a lot of chocolate um, and <laughs> cried a great deal. <laughs> I mean, I won't lie. Well, no, that's, that's a therapy on its own. That's a, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and, and what that, you know, once I'd kind of grieved almost, if you like, because I think everyone mm. went through, a, a, you, know, a, you know, the Kubler-Ross grief, uh, change curve, grief curve, however you want to describe it, that kind of shock, anger. Oh, my goodness, this is the worst thing in the world. And then you start to get a bit optimistic and see what you can do. And I, I accelerated my process of learning, basically, to get into the coach world. Yeah. But, uh, you know, having come from work that I was very well established in, had a great career, had great experience, to then pivot into something so different, my imposter syndrome was next level. So in order to overcome that, I literally just embraced the uh, you know, coaching community and reached out to as many people as I possibly could who were so welcoming. And mm. one of them's your good self as well. So many, so many people I'm thankful for, so many people. Yeah. And what I learned in that process is community and connection is so invaluable. Mm-hmm. And I know this is something that you talk about a great deal anyway, particularly when we're not in a good place. 
reaching out and talking to people, even though it might feel like it's the, the last thing you want to do is the most important thing to do. Because mm. as soon as you take something from inside of your mind and put it outside, it becomes less of a monster. Yes. It, it loses its power immediately because you oh. start to own it. Right. That, that, that little nugget there, harder times of life, don't do it on your own. Force, yes. force yourself. You're having a hard time in life, force yourself to connect with solid support. Yeah, it, absolutely. And it might, you, you know, you might just cry to somebody. Mm-hmm. You might just talk, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. That relief mm. is phenomenal. And whoever you're talking to, whoever you're connecting with wants to help. Mm. Absolutely wants to help. Yeah. You know, whatever it might be that you need at that time. So connection, I mean, ultimately we're a tribal species at heart. So we need people mm. around us anyway. Mm. So of what I learned and my tip is connection for sure. Reach out. Don't do it alone as you mm. beautifully mm. just articulated. Exercise and food. Totally. I mean, for me, and I, I know you're a, you're, you're a gym fan too, albeit I love your posts when you say, did I want to go this morning? No. Did I go? Yes. Brilliant. So motivating. <laughs> well you know listen my minimum my minimum I I, I don't know if I've talked about this before with you but it's like my minimum is to walk to the gym yes yeah because that's 15 minutes so if I'm going to walk to the gym for 15 minutes and not go in that's still a 30 minute walk yeah the minimum I've ever done in the gym I think was like a 10 minute cycle and I was like screw this I'm out of (laughs) here however that then equates to 40 minutes exercise and a 10 minute sweat in the middle yeah and it's uh, the process of working out also clears your head as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. The adrenaline, the endorphins, all of that beautiful stuff. And in that, you know, let's just talk self-care generally. When we can release the natural chemicals that we make, our body makes them mm. oxytocin. Mm. I mean, obviously we were deprived of that during lockdown because we weren't able to hug people, see people. But, you know, j- just doing things that can help. Yeah, I, 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 broke, I broke the law. <laughs> I broke the law a lot because... Uh, let's get let's get real for a second. The government got it wrong repeatedly, mm. confused the whole country. I nearly said something else. And then I thought, nah, you had your chance. You're not going to screw up my mental health because you got it wrong. Yeah. So I connected with my safest people and I asked them directly. I need hugs and contact. Are you comfortable with that given the circumstances? And so we just did our tests. Yeah. We made sure we were clear. And I got contact. And also my partner was stuck in Brazil for three months. So I was home alone. I said, no, I'm not doing this on my own. Forget it. Yeah. So at times breaking the law is the best thing you can do. You heard it, heard it here first. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Soundbite for you. Front page. But it's, it's so true. So, you know, to get those natural chemicals going is so important. Self-care and that kind of exercise and food with it as well. Because we can get ourselves into a trap where we're just we're fueling our body with the quick fix, the sugary stuff that, you mm. know, gives us a high, but mm. then also plummets us. And then we want the high again really quickly. Yeah. So actually, if we can break that cycle and get some good food in is also amazing. Hey, that, that thing you said before about crying, even yeah. crying to, you know, you, you cried with the grief and the loss of your work and the stress of the financial situation you found yourself in overnight. I had this phone call with this guy yesterday who is no one I'd ever known, random friend of a friend of a friend of a friend sort of phone call and he was suicidal and 40s happens to be a gay male too and a series of events outside of his control have 
put him in this place where he's so unwell he was actually planning to kill himself and his gp his words was unsupportive the health mental health services were not good and he didn't feel listened to until he spoke to me Mm. and the first thing he did was start crying Mm. and i said it is okay i want you to keep crying right now yeah and he cried and you could hear the release and the relief of the stress and the buildup and the anxiety and everything. And the adrenaline was pouring out his eyes. And I said to him, I'm not, I'm not concerned about you killing yourself. Hmm. He said, why? I said, cause you made a phone call. I said, you forced yourself to connect when your whole being is wanting to isolate and run away and escape. I said, you still want to live. You just want the pain to stop. Mm. And this guy, I swear, who knows what will happen, Natalie. I'm not going to, I'm not in a position where I get to follow up with this because that's not, that's not what I was doing in that point in time. I was just being there. But like you said, as soon as you spoke up and you connected with people, look what transformation you went with. And I I think that's the same for all of us, you know, all of us. Force yourself when you most want to isolate and not speak to someone, pick up the phone. And I still do this. I pick up the phone and I say, hey, I'm calling to tell you this because I don't want to. Yeah, 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 exactly. Just please listen to anything I've got to say. You, you, you know, you might not even want someone to speak back. Just say, can you just listen? And yeah. that process is so powerful. And the crying as well. I mean, I've been bad throughout my life not allowing myself giving myself permission to cry Mm. and actually again speaking with you and a friend just recently it's it's so powerful Mm. to allow that out to allow that to to come out of you it just releases so much and I know I mean obviously this is your um your genre and your what genre your area of expertise in terms of mendable that you're working with at the moment Mm -hmm. and just men's mental health it's uh, particularly I would say for chaps just let it out as well women tend to be more in touch although I say that and I've just mentioned I didn't allow myself to cry until recently but you know get it out Mm. yeah what else helped you the most during that really tough time? Sharing. So doing that, but when mm. in sharing, talking about your situation, because actually the amount of people that can resonate, mm. it might help them, but also have potentially been through it themselves. So can yeah. also support. Mm-hmm. So there's a share there, but that's also kindness as well. Cause you're being both kind to yourself and then potentially you could be listening to somebody else. So, just general kindness and sharing and mm. being open and loving to everybody and most importantly yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so true. That's the, one of the clubhouse rooms I'm a part of every Monday night and Thursday, 8 PM UK time to men's mental health space. And, you know, we have guys from all around the world come in there and share what's really troubling them. What's really going on for them. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, it doesn't matter who it is, where they are, what the details are. There is always someone in that room who has been through something very, very similar or is currently going through yeah. an identical thing at the same point in time. But because we've been conditioned and told, don't be vulnerable, don't share, don't cry, stop crying, why are you crying? Those messages. Um, 
particularly for men, because there's this thing of you've got to be a certain type of masculine man or mm. whatever. So I, I'm here to be the exact opposite. I'm I'm the anti-man. <laughs> <laughs> That's there you go. There's a new gender. <laughs> or check it in the dictionary. I'm an anti-man. No, but I, I wanna I wanna be all of who I am not just for me because that's all I can be anyway, but for the other, for other men, other people who are so caught up in having to fit a box. Yeah. Trying to fit in someone else's box. Do you like that? <laughs> it just reminds me of that comment I put in. I'm holding back here because I know, again, it'll be a soundbite that goes out there. Am I in Don't yet? hold back. <laughs> I, Natalie, yes. are, you, are you in yet? <laughs> Hey, hey, this point in the show, it's at this point in the show where I say, so Natalie, tell us about you, what you, what you do. <laughs> if you want to, you don't have to. to. No, no, yeah, do you know what I will? One thing I would just add on to the, uh, just closing out on what we were just speaking about. Also trust your journey, because I think sometimes we get a bit nervous about what's happening. I mean, if I look back to the beginning of last mm. year, oh, my life, you know, everything changed overnight. And to, but to actually ch- ch- trust what's before me and saying yes to things as well, particularly when it's tough taking you out of comfort zones, really important just to get on there and do that to help enable you. And if you think you're going down this motorway road because it's going to get you directly from A to B, but actually something happens and takes you down an A road that might be a bit squiffy, mm. trust it mm. because actually there's wonders down there that you find along the way that's really exactly what you need. You are so spot on. And I I quite often say I'm getting a bit bored of myself saying it to people. I go, oh, here he goes again. He's going to say the <laughs> same. Do you ever get bored of yourself and what you're about to say? So, well, I, I worry that I'm repeating it, you know, oh, because listen. but someone else, it might be the first time they're hearing it. So. Well, it might be. But the thing is, yeah. this little character inside me eye rolls at this point. Go, oh, God, he's going to say the same anecdote or the say same it. line. And what I say all the time, and I will keep saying it because I think it's really good, is the process is the destination. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's, uh, yeah. Not a, there's not a thing to be arriving at. It's not out there. It's right here, right now. Stay in the process Yeah, because that's where the gifts and our power lies anyway. The present moment. Mm. Yeah. Well, so on to your other one. What, who am I? What do I do? I am, well, I'm now. Don't coaching. you love? Don't you love that I don't front end this conversation? I with think that? it's really oh, Patrick, because it's wonderful. Honestly, it's like you have to say what you do, where you're from, how old you are. I don't care what you have for breakfast. Well, I wasn't going to share that, but if you'd like to know, <laughs> actually, I'd rather know what you have for breakfast, breakfast than what, what you do. do. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. This is, you know, that's a beautiful conversation that we've just had already. Really rich, and in fact, that's the most important part of this show you know, what I do at the end of the day is really irrelevant. If anyone can take anything from that, is that's the most important thing. They switch off now, brilliant. Um, but if I, if I can get in there and say, no, I'm coaching now, Patrick, which I absolutely adore, both yeah. one-to-one and group coaching. And it's what I mentioned before when I was talking about work, it's something I've always wanted to do. And I don't know when I was younger, I would have been able to articulate exactly what that looked like. Mm. And in fact, even as I'm evolving now, like you, I'm finding my own way of doing things. Sure, right. there's set rules and regulations that we need to, you know, honor within the coaching world and, you know, trust, safety, confidentiality without question, that kind of framework. Mm. But actually in and around that, we all bring unique perspectives, perspe- perspective, 
a new unique perspective. I don't know what I was trying to say with that word just then. Like, no, you know, I was a little bit confused. I, mean? <laughs> I thought it was just going to be a whole lot of piss for all. <laughs> but we each bring a unique perspective to, you know, that whole thing. And we all deliver things in a different way. So it's kind of, I'm finding my groove and I'm evolving with it and I love mm, it. Mm. And for me, the most powerful thing about what I'm doing at the moment is enabling somebody to recognize how gorgeous they are, the unique individual that they mm. are, that they don't need to change, that yeah. they bring everything as who they are and feeling solidly confident in who they are to step into their own light and shine and take up the space that they deserve. Thrills me. Mm. Absolutely thrills me. Yeah. And that's why I adore you and oh. chat, chatting with you and spending time with you in person when we get to that's yeah. What a brilliant thing to say about what you do and why you do it. Because mm. I see, I'm not so bothered about what people do. Yeah. I'm much more interested in why they do it. What? Yeah. Yeah. Cause if the why is good, the what's going to be great. Yeah. That's, that's a really lovely way to look at it. Yeah. That's really true. Actually. I met someone recently. It was fantastic. It was a random meeting. We ended up being the same space, had, a, had an hour or so between things and we just got chatting. And then um, I said, Hey, are you up for playing a game? And he goes, yeah. I said, so the game is, it's called no boring questions allowed. <laughs> Brilliant. You're not allowed to ask any standard question that you have ever asked or been asked. So the conversation immediately took this path of this is exploratory, great fun. Mm. So like questions like, um, he, he asked me something fantastic. He said, uh, what, what do you like about yourself that other people find quite challenging? Okay, interesting. And I said to him, oh, I think I'm too direct for a lot of people. Mm. Because, you know, people like things to be softened and couched. And I'll go, I'll just go, nah, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, but it was, yeah. So there you go. There's a nice little one. It's called the not allowed to ask boring questions game. I like that a lot. I'm going to try that. That could be almost a bit of an icebreaker as well. Yeah. Or, it's, yeah, it's, or a, 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 not an icebreaker. What's the other way of getting people to know each other? Yeah. I was at a wedding a long time ago. This will be edited out, but I'll just say it for you. I was at a wedding a long time ago and uh, it was a black tie wedding in a castle. Actually, it was really beautifully pretentious. So absolutely <laughs> not my cup of tea. And um, this quite well-to-do man and woman said, so, so, so how do you know the, the bride and groom? I said, oh, I don't know the bride. I said, but the groom and I used to fuck. What did, what did what did their faces look like when you said that? I said, oh, 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 oh. You know, like smiling. Awesome. Like, oh, this is all, oh, that's a really nice way to know someone. And then I said, no, just joking. I just did that for the entertainment value. And then they walked away from me. It's quite a good conversation. Brilliant. I love it. I hate weddings. Yeah. <laughs> They're long. They take all, all, all day. The people are now turning them into these Blimmin' festivals that last a week or a month. And it has to be it has to be overseas now. Well, uh, probably not anymore. Thank you, pandemic. I don't think I've been to a wedding in ages, actually. Yeah, I don't want to go to one again. Hmm. No. I'm not happy for people being in love. <laughs> not true. Not true. Edited, edited. Um <laughs> so 
Oh, I wish I was brave enough to keep that in. Maybe I will. We'll see what it sounds like. See what it sounds like after. You can make the decision. Yeah, 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 sure. You know, you're not supposed to swear. You're not allowed to do this. Not allowed. Like, oh, you can do. I'm gonna do do what I want. It's your show. Well, you took your clothes off. Hey, so tell me, (laughs) would you rather? Would you rather be a mouse or a rat? A mouse. Why? I don't know. Actually, no. Do you know what? No, I want to be a rat, and I want to be on Ratatouille. Mm. You want to be a rat on Ratatouille. And I want to be the chef rat. Okay, so you know that's like a two-dimensional non-existent thing, right? Don't don't ruin the illusion, Patrick. Okay, no, that's all right. No. <laughs> no, no, that's good. That's good. That's good. You are definitely a rat. Now, this is a lovely one. What you... in my name as well? Nat Rat. There you go. It's all good. Ah, Nat the Rat. Would you rather eat sand or bananas? Sand. <laughs> Every day of the week. True story. I decided to buy uh, a surprise dessert for Natalie when we went out for lunch recently. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, I'm going to go to my favorite thing at this cute little cafe in the market near my house. And I decided to get banana bread with espresso butter. It arrives to the table. She looks at me and goes, I don't eat banana. <laughs> and, so, and I was like, oh, here we go. Another special thing about Natalie. Natalie oh, yeah, Mar- there you go. I'm pleased I didn't say that at the beginning because I would have ruined this now. See, see, I do my research. I do my you research. Do, yeah. All right. Would you rather meet Katie Lang or Dolly Parton? Dolly Parton. Oh, actually, no. Do you know what? Either, mm. actually. Mm. Either. See, either. I, I, yeah. I, I, I knew. I either. knew I got it right. Yeah, either, actually. Who's your favourite? Of the two? Oh, crikey. I probably listen to more Dolly. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say me. I was hoping you were going to say you. Yeah, that's okay. That's right. That's okay. No, look, Dolly. No, Dolly's great. I tell you, I tell you, an album I really love of hers is the soundtrack to uh, Dumplin' the film. Oh, okay. It's a beautiful soundtrack, and there's a song on there. Uh, there's a couple of songs on there I really like. One of them is Red Shoes, and um, the other one escapes me right now. So that's a really shit anecdote. Now, that's tell right. me, what, what are your questions for me? Right. Do you know what? I wrote down loads. And I'm, oh, just gonna know, I'm just going to cherry pick a few. Okay. Okay. Ready? Listen, listen. But here, I am going to tell you now if they're boring questions, I'm going to say delete. They're not. Okay. They're not boring. No, they better not be. You're they're a coach. Not boring. I mean, yeah, exactly. Well, they're not even coach related. Here we go. How many pillows do you sleep with and why? Oh, okay. There are six on the bed. Six. <laughs> Two little front ones. <laughs> Four same size. Okay. Because it needs to be stacked. Gotcha. Like some sort of ridiculous bookshelf made of pillows. <laughs> but do you sleep with them all though? Or are they just decoration? I sleep with one under my head. Yeah. Okay. My partner sleeps with one under his head and one between his legs. Oh, wow. Which usually ends up over my face as he tries to <laughs> suffocate me in the sleep. Because we have a very long standing relationship with my snoring. Oh. <laughs> And I now That's wear for another a, podcast. <laughs> I now wear a mouth guard to prevent the snoring. There you go. There you go. Was that up to, was that a good was a good question? Not boring. Oh, it was not boring. Uh, it was quite a nice one. <laughs> okay. Um. Here we go. What? Hang on. What? No. Here we go. Here we go. What? Sorry. I've got a few. What did you? If you had a superpower, what would it be, and why? Invisibility. You can work out the rest. <laughs> I was, I was, I was going to ask, and I was like, "No, I don't need to." 
Well, look, so so that I can go to the supermarket and not have to. What what were you thinking? Oh, oh, you're disgusting. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't like socializing in contexts where I did not plan to socialize. If I'm in the supermarket and I see someone I know, I hide. You put the invisibility cloak on. No, no, don't you reference the HP guy. No, I just don't like to. If I'm at the gym, don't talk to me. This is not a socially acceptable place. I'm not here to look at you or talk to you. I'm here to work for me. Do not approach. Oh, I love it. Okay, so on that, this isn't my question, but I'm going to follow up on that. So do you smile at people, though? If you see them, would you smile and actually engage in that sense? You got headphones in, I imagine. I almost always have headphones in. Okay. I deliberately don't wear my glasses in public. So you can't see people. It's not so much so I can't see them. It's so they think I can't see them because actually I only need glasses for reading. So oh. I can actually walk right past someone I know without my glasses Dude. and do the best <laughs> blank ever. Oh, see, I think I'm totally the opposite. I'd actually say hi or engage or smile. I've got into really saying hello to people all the time now, even yeah. if I don't know them. Yeah, 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 nah. No. <laughs> I came from New Zealand, remember? Everyone knows everyone knows everyone. I oh. moved to London, so I didn't have to say hello to people I knew anymore. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you in the supermarket. I'm or here. the gym. Or the Ever. gym. I'm here for a different purpose. Do not confuse no, the context. I I do get that. I do get I'm, that. I'm being a bit silly, but actually the truth is, no, I don't really want to. <laughs> okay. My final question for you is, since this is positive, and you and I do talk about this a great deal, what three things do you love about yourself? Oh, Natalie, don't make it all about me, but thanks for the questions. Great question. Um, <laughs> I, love, <laughs> I love my sense of humor, number yes. one. My sense of humor is ridiculous. It's offensive. It's inappropriate. And if I offend you, I feel like my work is done. Honestly, it's going on a tombstone, dude. I do. I really like that. Next thing I really love about me is I'm super creative. Mm. And I can pretty much turn my, my head and heart and mind to anything and do it exceptionally well. Um, and number one is... Someone said, this actually came from a client recently. We were talking about, I don't know what we're talking about. Anyway, she said to me, one of her, one of her lines was, um, you are probably the least boring person I know. Yeah, that's very true. I said, oh, I, uh, hold on. You put me on the boring scale though. <laughs> I said, remove me. Try that again. I said, I said, you know how I taught you to reframe things? <laughs> My life. Again, this is not about Patrick. <laughs> Exactly. If you're going to give me a compliment, make sure it's a really good one framed in the way that I want it to be. I'm not a control freak. Brilliant. If you want to work with me, you might want to rethink that. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. And you know what? For everyone listening as well, ask yourself, what three things do you love about yourself? Write them down, say them out loud, say it to yourself. It's mm. really, really, really powerful. Yeah, actually, it is really powerful. And i tell you one thing that I found with the sort of coaching I end up doing with people is quite often the people who come to me to start doing some work with me, they can't answer it initially. Yeah, it's very true. Along with what brings you joy. Yeah. So Although actually, I go. don't ask that that often. I might use that one. But I agree with you, the same with the love folk struggle. The career coaching stuff that I've done with people, 
asking what brings you joy is one of the big questions for, for them. Yeah. Because they've been joyless in their work for a long time, quite often. All right, I've got one last question for you. Okay. What do you most want to be remembered for when you're gone? Oh, crikey. For enabling people to know it's okay to be themselves and to stand in their own light and be who they are authentically, showing up with every single part of them. And, and that's fine and that's good and that's great. And that's what we're here to do and be. Mm. I'll remember you for that. And nudity. And nudity. Excellent. I'll send you a photo later, Patrick. I see this is important. <laughs> I don't know why that came up like it did. I tell you one thing to just to follow on from that. I had this really, really shit boss years ago. You know how most bosses are shit. She was exceptionally shit. But I went for this job interview. I told her I was going for a job interview somewhere else. And she said to me, when you go to that interview tomorrow, go in there as all of who you really are. Mm -hmm. Because should you get the job, you have no choice but to be all of who you are anyway. Exactly. That was the one thing I got from six years of really shit leadership. But I tell you what, it stuck with me. And that was many, many, many years ago. There you go. And that's, and also, and then on the other side of that, if you don't get it, it's not meant to be. Oh, because you would have been um, compromising who you are. And that's what we, most of us tend to do throughout our lives. We compartmentalize part of us in order to fit in, in order to, you know, fit the mold Mm-hmm. in whatever the organization might be or job or whatnot and then that erodes at who we are so therefore mm. we don't find the joy therefore mm. we can't articulate right, right, right. the joy yeah 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 you know yeah if a job or a relationship or a situation doesn't work out my way of thinking about it now is thank you for a new and different opportunity coming my way yeah because what we want isn't necessarily what's good for us Natalie Miller-Snell, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. I've loved every minute of it. I'd, honestly, you're just such a magic, magic, magic. Ma- ma- I was going to say magic man. But yeah, maybe. But you're gorgeous. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is special. Thank you, darling. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye, gorgeous. Thank you. That was my good friend, Natalie Miller-Snell. I love that conversation with her. Just hearing her authenticity and how she is and who she is and why she does what she does and how she got through that tricky time with having to start again in a new business in a new field. It's fantastic. I guess the thing I take away from that is taking action. Take action no matter what. In the next episode, I will be speaking to Dolly Parton. Can you believe that? No, don't believe it because it's a lie. See you soon. Bye.